I, 23 female, am addicted to pegging. The most beautiful thing I can do to a man. A quick note on pegging. This is not going to be an instructional manual. There are plenty of those already. This is more about how it makes me feel. Being pegged is a very intimate act that everyone should experience, regardless of your gender or perceived orientation. Being a woman, I'm obviously quite familiar with being pegged during hookups. But the first time I was the one doing the pegging, it was a life-changing experience and such a rush of emotion. The first time I used a strap on with a woman, pegging her was so beautiful that afterwards I was a changed person. We held each other and frankly, I was a little teary-eyed. The most profound detail was how she lovingly took me inside of her. Such grace in that beautiful beautiful act of femininity. It felt so special to be one with her. When I'm pegged and I take you inside of me, I'm giving all of me to you. I had no idea that when you peg, you can feel your partner giving themselves to you and just how very special that moment it is for both of you. Now, the other side of pegging is the control I got to experience. I decided how she would be taken. It felt intoxicatingly powerful. Now, when you peg a man, it's all those things and so much more. As a woman, being powerful during hookups is more about your confidence than anything because you are still the one getting taken even if you're with the most caring and gentle lover you are powerful for feeling how valuable your hookup is and that you choose to give yourself to your partner now when you peg a man oh my god wow you probably feel more powerful and more control than what the man feels when he takes you the crazy thing is men love being pegged especially when being done by a woman that they are incredibly attracted to who knows what they're doing I know what it's like to be pegged, so when I peg my sub, I peg you the exact way I want it to be done to myself, with love and consideration of all aspects of the hookup ranging from pleasure to comfort. I always chuckle a bit at first when my subs are naked and on all fours in front of me because I genuinely expect to see a female. It's not that I'm feminizing my subs, I do a little. It's just the position you expect to see a female. I always take my time and I'm gentle, firm. It's a bonding experience and when I do it as a woman, I feel more powerful than anything. Alright, at first I thought this story was going to be about a woman's first time experiencing this, but then after I read it all, it seems like this was written by a dominatrix trying to convince people that this is something that all men are into. Not that it's an issue if you are, everyone has their own kinks, but I think the OP is overreaching with this statement, but hey, if this is your thing more power to you. I'm an incredibly jealous person for love. I am writing this in the midst of a mental breakdown, so forgive me for any typos, but I have come to the realization that I am an incredibly jealous person in relation to relationships. I am 19 female and have never been in a relationship. I have never been intimate with anyone, had my first kiss, or even had anyone tell me that they have a crush on me or like me. The only time anyone has ever said the latter was when I was 12 and it was a joke, i.e., pretend that they liked me to see my reaction and then say they were joking. I am a hopeless romantic and I desire love and affection so desperately. So not having it ever in my life is incredibly draining. I've struggled with this largely over the past 10 years and unfortunately, I find it only getting worse with time. Pretty much all of my friends have significant others or are talking to potential lovers and I find it extremely hard to be happy for them. Three of my best friends are in relationships with their high school sweethearts and while I wish them the absolute best and love Love them to death, it is difficult for me watching them have what I so desperately want, especially when some of them weren't even seeking it out. All I want is for someone to love me, and if I could, I would rather their relationship suffer so that I could find someone. I know this makes me seem like a bad person, and truthfully, I don't think anyone who thinks the way I do could be a good person. But deep down, I want what is best for my friends, and I know that if I get what I want, I will think like that. 
And I know this because when I like someone or think I have a shot at a relationship, I get much, much happier as a person. But God, is it exhausting to be the lonely, undesirable, unattractive friend in the group? I'm not sure if this is much of a confession or merely a rant, but I've said my bit. I just want someone to love me. This post just hurt my soul. I can relate to this type of jealousy, but maybe not so much for wanting to be in a relationship, but I have been jealous of people's success from time to time. I think it's just human nature, but you can't let it consume you. But I hope this OP finds love someday, because I think everyone should just be able to experience that feeling. I did bad things to a girl I loved, and still love, to death. The story begins in the 10th grade. I met her and we became decent friends because we were in the same class. At the time, I saw her as the cliche, stupid, weird, but funny popular girl. She always invented new ways to skip class and I always joked about her for this, but she never seemed bothered. In the 11th grade, the story gets tricky and problematic. We were in the same class, but my regular friends were in a different one. We became a bit closer and I learned loads of amazing things about her that had me seeing her differently. She was one year younger than me. She had nearly perfect grades, would go to the gym and lift frequently, worked in a gas station, volunteered, all while remaining one of the most popular girls in the entire school. This created an inferiority complex for me that fueled my need to joke on her for being late to class and other small things. I even clashed her by writing an offensive rap style and singing it in front of her in the middle of the cafeteria hall. I also had personal issues at the time that fueled my need to try and humiliate her. At the same time, I caught huge feelings for her. Nearing the end of the school year, I asked her why she never cared about my jokes, and she said she just didn't care. A few weeks later, I unveiled my feelings for her on the Snapchat class group, knowing that she already had a boyfriend because I wanted to leave this part of my life behind me for the summer and the following school year. She answered that she found my move courageous, but that she is already in a relationship which I already knew. We saw each other one time because we were in the same room for an exam and it just seemed like we were now just friends. During the summer, the obsession didn't go away. So I tried to talk to her as a friend. It was a failure and a bad idea because she left me unread for multiple weeks. It kind of made me hate her, but in a sense, it was actually good because it motivated me to do sports during this time. And now begins the 12th grade, the year I'm currently in. We were in the same class, but I'm with my friends. On the second day of the school year, she blamed me for taking an optional class class because according to her, if I never picked it, she wouldn't be in the class with the teacher that she hated. I didn't tell her at that moment because she left me on red for the summer, and I felt so bad in that moment because I wanted to stop hurting her. A few weeks later, I had my revenge. I saw her crying in sports class because there was badminton, a sport she didn't like, and because she had a class with the teacher she hated a few hours later. On that moment, I tried to help her and it kind of worked, but a few days later, I said that she cried right in the middle of philosophy class with everyone. At that time, I just saw this as a regular run-of-the-meal joke. I also continued to joke about her because my new class loved to hear my dirty jokes about her. A few months later, I had the occasion to tell her she indirectly hurt me with the optional class thing and she forgave me. She told me that she felt hurt and betrayed by me with the crying in sports class thing and I felt a bit surprised. Since then, I decided to avoid talking about her for the entire month to allow me to let go of this obsession. It was a great month as it forced me to find new friends who weren't friends with her. After a simple discussion with a friend at New Year's Eve, I decided to stop joking about her consistently, which I did. We became regular friends again and she doesn't seem to be mad at me for all the things I did to her. I started to feel really guilty for her so I tried to help her as much as possible for compensation. The thing is my obsession never stopped. I still have feelings for her. I still want to break the mystery around her perfect life and sad appearance even if I already learned a lot about her. This inferiority complex never 
never stopped. All of those things create a seamlessly never-ending chaos in my brain. I now avoid trying to tell her about the current situation, as it's the same as last year, and I don't want to ruin our current friendship. I also notice that I'm much happier when she isn't in class with me. When she's near me, I ask myself so many questions instead of concentrating on my class. This is finally the end. It took me around an hour to write this, but now I feel a bit relieved. Although this was a long read, there wasn't much here, to be honest. This just seems like the classic guy likes girl, girl doesn't like guy, so guy makes fun of girl to hide his feelings, and that's it. Hopefully this dude moves on. My current boyfriend. Trigger warning, this story mentions SH and unaliving. Hi love, so I've been dating this guy since August of 2021, and it's been going absolutely fantastic. We have the same musical taste, the same favorite color, the same idea of the future, same favorite car, we play the same video games, absolutely anything you can think of we have in common. But recently, he has shown me his true colors, and they're very ugly. He's very controlling of who I can have as friends. By that, I mean that I can't have any guy friends without him overthinking or jumping to conclusions. He thinks I want to sleep with them or thinks that I'm madly in love with them, when that is absolutely not the case. If I by chance add a guy on my gaming profile, he'll say, why don't you go talk to so-and-so? Go entertain him. I bet he has a huge crush on you. Even when I have no idea who these guys are, I usually answer my phone within minutes unless I'm sleeping or in school, and if I don't answer, he'll blow up and ask me who I'm talking to. He'll cuss me out, just things like that. Now on a slightly different note, I'm growing up in a mentally abusive house and I have had horrible friendships and relationships over the years, so I'm able to handle the BS, but the one thing I can't handle is him cutting or saying he's going to unalive himself. The only reason I haven't left him yet is because I'm still in love with him. I know, I feel stupid for saying that, and I'm scared that I'll be the reason that he offs himself. I've tried to help him with the self-harm and with his bad thoughts, but it doesn't seem to be helping much. When he gets rude or even starts being ugly towards me, I shut it down and he says sorry blah blah blah. Now I have to say that I'm not the most mentally stable person either, but I'm not as bad as him. Any suggestions on what I should do? Get out now! If you've listened to the videos I've made on the Jerk channel before, you might have heard me talk about my past relationships here and there. Well, one of them did involve a person that used the threat of unaliving themselves. And I can tell you, we did break up, and they are still alive and kicking today. Now I'm not saying that people aren't willing to do this extreme thing, But I can tell you from experience that toxic men and women will do or say anything to control you. So you just need to come to terms with what you think you can handle or live with. I make more money than my husband and I don't want him to know. My soon-to-be ex-husband values money so much that he's passed up on a really, really good six-figure job just because it's 5k less than the job he had, which he was furloughed from thanks to COVID. He spent weeks sulking over it too. At the time, I made about 42k less than him and we were in the same industry. I used to make more than him years Years ago, but as soon as he started making more than me, he started acting like my job wasn't as important as his. He became a a-hole with an attitude when it came to things like which one of us should take time off to go to appointments or stay home with a sick kid. The money had gone to his head. Fast forward to August of last year when he unexpectedly left me and our four kids and moved out. We were devastated. I found out later that he left for another woman who he impregnated. Eventually, I filed for child support and now he's got to hand over 30 of his income to me. As soon as child support was awarded, I left my old job 
job for a new one where I make more money than he does. Secretly, I want to throw it in his face because I just know that it would really bother him. But I don't want to tell him because I know he'd become even more of an a-hole than he already is. I want him to keep thinking I'm barely scraping by. I haven't needed to use a single penny of his child support money. It's all going into a separate bank account for the kid's future and is sitting there untouched. It's like my dirty little secret and it gives me pleasure to be the only one in on it. I can secretly relish in the truth. The strange part is I feel like I'm doing something sinful even though my state's laws would not change how much he has to pay me for child support anyways. As the primary custody parent, they don't give a care about how much I make. After reading the story, the devil on my shoulders says that I would throw this in the husband's face so bad. Like, I think revenge can be petty, but I also think it's a natural thought. But dudes that leave their wives and children for other women don't deserve respect. If I was this lady, I'd take all the money, throw it on a bed, hook up with a good-looking dude, and send a photo to the ex with thanks for the money. Because screw that dude. I'm terrified of men. No one has ever hurt me like a man has. I'm 18, agender, and afab, and I present as very feminine. Most people assume I'm a girl. It started with my dad, who emotionally and physically neglected me. He turned his back on me when my grandmother abused me and always put his new kids before my brother and I. He moved across the country and left my mom a single mother of twins. Two years ago, I had a stalking situation that was most likely a man trying to kidnap me. Thankfully, nothing happened, but I had developed agoraphobia, which makes it hard for me to be in public alone. I always feel like people are staring or trying to hurt me. I had a panic attack in the grocery store because so many people looked at me. Two months ago, I was manipulated and essayed by a boy my age. I pursued him first, I asked him to kiss me, and he said he loved me. He did nice things for me, but he wouldn't take no for an answer. I told him I was a virgin and I didn't want to hook up and I wanted to move slowly. Even the first night we kissed, he asked me to hook up right after I told him I didn't want to. I would lie and say I was on my period or say that I didn't have a condom whenever he asked. But over a few weeks, he had worn me down and one night he asked again and I agreed to the next day. But I didn't resist and I never said yes and he never asked. It was extremely rough and painful as well as gave me a horrible UTI and bladder infection. It was partly my fault for not getting it treated sooner but I didn't know any better. I still feel like it was all my fault in general. Most of the time I'm fine, but I get randomly overwhelmed with grief and shame or I'll get flashbacks. I'm in college studying what I love, but it's getting hard to deal with my trauma all the time. I don't know when I'll ever be able to be intimate with another person ever again. I'm always afraid of my male peers who talk to me or hit on me. I know it's not their fault, but I'm just so terrified someone will hurt me again. I have many close male friends who I love, but honestly, most men are absolute scum to me. I've heard so many stories from women about men who hurt them. Hard to find a reason to trust any man ever again, especially after what they've done to me. I know it's not right to generalize and I like to think of myself as open-minded, but I really have lost so much faith in the entirety of men. ButcherBox is 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood, all humanely raised with no antibiotics or added hormones. And all of that delivered straight to your door with free shipping always. Imagine always having high quality cuts in your freezer ready to go with no trips to the grocery store or planning out availability and knowing that it's food you can trust. There are curated to customized box plans at incredible value. Saving money at a grocery store is getting more and more difficult, especially when you're trying to get consistently high quality meat. Sign up at butcherbox.com jerk and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. 
Choose salmon, chicken breast, steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com jerk and use code jerk to choose your free for a year offer. Plus get $20 off your first order. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I was very confused by this story at first because I'm not someone with a vast knowledge of gender lingo. Just by reading the story, I assumed the OP was a boy because they said people assumed that they were a girl. But then they spoke about periods and I got lost. Turns out they identify as gender free. So hopefully that clears up any confusion for listeners that may have been confused like me. Anyways, none of that really matters because the main point here is that a lot of men are pretty terrible. And I'm saying this as a man. The OP is 100% true with the statement that many women have similar stories to what you just heard. I personally know many women with stories that are similar to this. To my male listeners out there, in case you haven't heard it before, no means no. And even if you're in the middle of spicy stuff and your partner happens to say no, it means to stop that very moment and don't pass go. My neighbor saw me playing with my honkers. I, 21 female, had just showered and had one of my window blinds half open. This matters mostly because inside the neighbor's house, you can't see me from there. However, if you were in the driveway, you definitely could. I think nothing of it. I go to turn on my heater and I stand in front of it as sort of lifting my chest to dry off. I look at the car in the driveway, not seeing anyone inside. Well, surprise, my neighbor was in there and he definitely saw me playing with my honkers in front of the window. And he probably thought since we made eye contact that I was putting on a show. As soon as he saw, as soon as he saw, he immediately got out of his car and ran inside, probably pretty shocked. I immediately dropped to the floor and shut my blinds. He has a wife and kids too. They don't live with him. I think they stay in China, but it still makes me feel worse about it because I like his wife. I want to die. I'm so embarrassed. I can totally feel the secondhand embarrassment rating off this post, but you know what? Women should be able to play with their honkers wherever they want. Make it a law. I'll totally vote for it. I want to quit my job and become a traditional housewife. Not the juiciest confession, honestly, but it's hard to communicate to even my fiance without getting weird look. I met my fiance back in 2010, but on and off dated until 2021. When we began dating fully, he proposed in the autumn of last year. Throughout all of our history, I have been a career-focused woman. I'm extremely proud of myself for the success I've found, but it's somewhat unfulfilling. Before I met him, 
am, I never would have thought of it. I probably would have laughed at any implication of the sort. He's super sweet, loving, kind gentleman. A gentleman is the only way to describe him. He's respectful of me and my wishes. He's dreamy in the 1950s ideal nuclear husband way. And God, I never thought that was my type before. We have a beautiful house that I enjoy taking care of. His reaction to the food I cook or bake or the little projects I take up gives me a million times more joy than any milestone or achievement I've had over the course of my career. Worst of all, I know I could quit and he could easily support our household. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. He's successful and makes enough to support us easily, but I can't quit. My family perceives me as a headstrong, hardcore feminist career woman, and it's not that I'm not. I firmly believe in gender equality, and I'm damn proud of what I've done. But I desperately crave being a stay-at-home mom. The picturesque housewife image? I want nothing more than to cook, clean, and care for the children and take care of my husband when he isn't working. But my family, friends, and even his friends would judge me terribly for doing so. I know I just can't do this. It's making me somewhat sad. Just wanted to get this off my chest. Can we please destroy this mindset? Who cares if a woman, or a man for that matter, wants to be a stay-at-home partner? If I could find me a successful woman that said I could stay home and all I needed to do was take care of the place and cook, which I'm terrible at, sign me up. I'd have that place running like a machine and still have plenty of time to do my own things. Just because women are successful doesn't mean they're happy. If anything, they are probably just learning how miserable a lot of successful men are. That's why happiness should be more important than social optics, in my opinion. So that's it for today's episode. Let me know your favorite story in that comment section down below. Don't forget to follow on Spotify and hit that subscribe button if you want more content like this in the future.